Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. New Jersey regulators have finalized a first-of-its-kind environmental justice rule in the nation that protects residents from heavy industry pollution. The regulation went into effect on Monday and is designed to keep pollution from eight different kinds of heavy industries out of already polluted low-income areas and communities of color, impacting over 4 million people. Overall, the rule is the product of an environmental justice law signed in 2020 by New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, a Democrat. And while environmentalists have praised the new regulation, there's been extensive public debate, and there's potential legal challenges ahead. So today, Politico's Rai Rivard on the details, impact, and conflict over New Jersey's new environmental justice rule. It's Wednesday, April 19th. So this is considered a holy grail for environmental activists, particularly the environmental justice movement. It's meant to keep heavy industry and heavy polluting industries from overburdening communities or further polluting communities that are considered overburdened. And so that's communities that are low income, that are full of people of color, or where English isn't spoken as a first language by by many people. And so it's meant to block heavy industrial pollution from coming into these communities or making it much harder to permit. Interesting. And this rule is a product of a law signed by New Jersey's Democratic Governor Phil Murphy back in 2020. So why did it take so long for it to take effect? So the New Jersey legislature and the governor gave the State Department of Environmental Protection some kind of outlines. They said what an overburdened community was. But then they said, hey, you know, we don't want new industrial facilities. These are eight different kinds of facilities, including power plants to come into these communities if they create a disproportionate impact on the community. And these communities cover about half the population of the state of New Jersey in 355 municipalities, 3,500 neighborhoods and communities. And the legislature sort of handed the state this framework and said, hey, come up with a rule to make this reality. And bureaucrats and technocrats held a long series of public forums and went back and forth with industry and environmental justice leaders for basically two years. Right. And there was, of course, extensive public debate on this rule before it went to effect. So what was kind of the central thorny part in this debate and how was it settled? So it really came down to something called compelling public interest. There's an exception, an exemption, which could be a loophole depending on how you see it, that would allow the state to permit a facility or an expansion of a facility in a community, even if it creates a disproportional impact on the community, a disproportionate impact, much more pollution for this community than other communities in the state. But if it's a compelling public interest, the state says you can build this thing. Well, what is a compelling public interest? And that was the big fight. The state decided that economic benefits are not a compelling public interest. And anybody who's been following controversial projects that affect the environment or affect communities, particularly communities that are considered overburdened or that are already facing a lot of pollution, knows that economics are often used to sell these projects. You know, we're going to provide jobs. We're going to help the tax base. Well, the state is saying that just doesn't cut it anymore. And so it has to provide some sort of compelling environmental or public safety reason. And economics alone aren't a justification. Interesting. 
And then, of course, this is a closely washed rule given it is first of its kind to actually be implemented. So what are some of the challenges ahead? So, you know, I think New York is struggling with a similar law that's not really in effect yet. I think there are some other states that are looking at New Jersey. I think even if compelling public interest is narrowly defined, it's going to be the source of a lot of consternation for everybody, I think, on all sides of this. There's a controversial gas-fired power plant here that would provide backup power to a sewage treatment plant that once discharged a bunch of sewage into New York Harbor during Hurricane Sandy when the power was out. And environmental justice advocates don't want this power plant. But it's a compelling public interest potentially because it provides for environmental benefits and public safety benefits. So I think compelling public interest is going to remain a tension point. I think there is going to be consternation no matter what happens over permits being denied for new facilities or permits being accepted for new facilities. There's some questions about expansion of existing facilities, existing power plants or incinerators that might want to make upgrades. And they're going to be having to deal with new environmental controls, but could still be allowed to operate. And I think no matter what happens, you're going to see people on both sides of this ready to be aggrieved. I think there's probably going to be a court challenge at some point. I think there could be a challenge on the face of the law, the way it's written, or there could be a challenge when a permit is denied and a company with a denied permit clearly has standing. I think we're sort of sort of waiting to see the first way this law gets challenged. The head of our Department of Environmental Protection, a former corporate lawyer himself, said careers are going to be made by lawyers splitting the hairs of, of this rule. Also, Senate committee leaders confirmed on Tuesday that they plan to hold hearings soon focused on overhauling the federal permitting process for energy and infrastructure projects. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee will hold the permitting hearings starting later this month. And Senate Energy Chair Joe Manchin also confirmed Tuesday that he plans to reintroduce his permitting legislation that failed to pass late last year, and he will hold hearings to discuss ways to, quote, make it better. The activity in the Senate comes as lawmakers hope to reach a deal on permitting this year, and as House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is pushing Democrats to ease permitting rules as part of a series of policy changes Republicans are seeking in exchange for lifting the debt ceiling. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow.